Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour Podcast, and yes, the rumours are true, we're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So, don't waste any time, grab your tickets today, and come and watch me, Alfie, and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. Happy uk. See you in May. Nozzers yeah. on the pod. Say Nozzers on the pod. I hadn't really done much presenting. Gotta take those opportunities. Yeah, so and yeah, and then I got this little um, Facebook message and uh, we went to Fest Date. And the concept of Fest Date was to go around six UK festivals. Yep. The idea was that she would find a, a guy who wants to go on a date, you'd find a girl, then by the end of it they go on a date at one of the food trucks there. After that, I think one of the next things we did was Yeah, 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 yeah. Hip to be a hipster. <laughs> that was the next thing. How was that experience for you? Away from all these shoots, I think the main thing that we did together, the first thing where it's like you're in front of the camera, mm. was Fubar. Yeah. Fubar Radio. We had a few close calls doing yeah. live radio. You're obviously going to slip up a couple of times. There's two that come to my mind. Yeah. And then that leads us on to the Jack Mate podcast. The guest that like, really stand out to me, Eddie Hearn, was really good. He's a great storyteller. Yeah. Obviously, Gervais was really good. Mm-hmm. Dynamo? Dynamo, it was a bit awkward. <laughs> Jack made me tell a dream. I told him a dream I had before it. A really weird dream. Sex dream. I had a manager, YouTube manager. He was the first manager I ever had in the space. I thought it was a lot more official. He was actually a good manager. He was getting me some good gigs, but he had, a, he had a murky past. A lot of YouTubers messaged me before I made this relationship and was like, watch him. He's done fraud before. So I was like, oh, he's, this might not be he's good. Done he's done fraud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's done some of that. <laughs> and uh, after about a year and a half of not only being manager and client, but also being good pals, he just went to prison randomly. Let's finish on your meal deal. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm, re- I'm pescatarian. Just put that straight away. So I, I still hate fish, but I eat them because I hate them so much. Uh- <laughs> Jack Mate's Happy Hour. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour podcast. I'm your main man. Jack, mate. And then we've got my little side piece, Stevie White here. Is that all I am to you? You're more than that. Thank you. Side ho. Oh, I think they're cool. Uh, and we've actually got a guest from back in the day. <laughs> Sorry, that's my bootlegger impression. <laughs> I actually yeah. still have no idea who he is. Oh, really? I just hear you do that maybe twice a day. You're right, Captain. I got an pills now. <laughs> what does he do? Uh, drinks. He, he, drinks. <laughs> he drinks, boy. He drinks. <laughs> okay. He drinks quite a lot. And he just he just flogs himself at the football. He's a big fan of Wrexham. <laughs> and uh, he just goes there and kicks off. And Well, he didn't kick off, but... Have you seen the clip about where he where he talks about um, doing drugs? No. He's going nuts at the football and he just goes, Do I do drugs? No, I, I used to, but now I get high on life and adrenaline, baby. <laughs> He's good. Just check him out. Sounds intense. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm going to introduce my guest, a good friend of mine from way back when, who a lot of you, if you're OG fans of the channel... Um, Eve will uh, <laughs> will certainly know the face, if not the voice. Um, we've done Fubar Radio. We've done the Jackmate podcast. We did a series called Clickbait. Yeah, 
We've done lots of stuff. It's Sketch, Noza. It was sketches. Yeah, ske- yeah. We did some sketches. Four hour sins. All of them failed. Yeah. Nozzers yeah. on the pod. Say Nozzers on the pod. You just know. Nozzers. They've all failed. Nozzers <laughs> on the pod. A little side dig in there just before that. Have they all failed? I think the Jack Mate podcast was actually a success because it, it honed. And the FUBAR was in many ways. The, pod- the podcast stopped because the YouTube space was a bit of a nightmare to get. It was. And we like rented the equipment mainly from them. And sometimes we'd turn up and they'd be like, oh, that's all booked out. Yes. Good. Good. And, yeah. and I didn't have anyone to do the cameras a lot we, of weeks. So we left the cameras just rolling. It was very sketchy. Yeah. And yeah. then Fubar, you, you did some stuff with them over lockdown, didn't you? Oh, God. <laughs> I noticed I was cropped out in the pictures of those as well. Just was to, you? Yeah. It just, was, just before Jack. it was just to be like the Jack Make Show, but it's just the Jack Make Show. You cropped out. And yeah. I actually, for the tweet you did to say I was going to be on here, I just Googled to find a picture of us. Saved the picture. The file was saved as Jack and Tim. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, sick. (laughs) That is brilliant. If you don't know what we're referring to, me and Tom used to do a radio show back in the day, about four years ago now, called Fubar Radio. And those live radio shows got uploaded later on to audio platforms as a podcast. And um, we, during lockdown, Bear in mind, I haven't done a show with them for three or four years. They rebranded the old shows as the Lockdown Podcast with Jack Mate, and then just tried to get clicks off that. I wasn't too happy about that, but we sorted it out. I emailed Big Big Boy. <laughs> Big I was going to say his name. I like that you also said I emailed him and showed us a phone with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Tom, we we go. How long have we been pals now? Ever since the uh, the year of the festivals we went to, but I can't figure out how long that is. It must be eight, seven years? Six, it's got a good, seven years. a good seven, eight years, yeah. It so is. we thought what we'd do is we'd, we'd bring you back on and we'd talk about all the stuff that we've done. Uh, some of the stories you may have heard, some you may not have. Because I, I was thinking on the way up, like, oh, this would be interesting. But then, but then I thought, maybe we've told most of these stories on the Jack Lake podcast. I'm sure they've been told many a time before. Yeah. And obviously, we get more listens now. So more of an, more of an, or it sounds like I dig at you. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we're, there's more people to hear the stories. And when we tweeted that you were coming on, as, as you quite rightly said to me on WhatsApp, a lot of people remembered sort of niche stories that we told. Yeah, very, yeah. Like the, the pavilion story, which that, sounds a lot more glamorous. Than it is. That was your first kiss? It was my first kiss. <laughs> In the rain at a pavilion. And I, sp- I spoke whilst having the kiss. <laughs> Did, what did you say? It's lovely here. <laughs> And it was like, wow. And she's like, what? I was like, yeah. it's lovely. <laughs> Not in the mouth. I meant just the, 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 the setting. When was your first kiss, Stevie? Um, when I was 15. Really? Yeah. Player. How did it happen? Um, <laughs> it was with my first ever girlfriend, Pippa. Oh. Lovely girl. Was with her for about a year and a bit. Um, not I, not when we first kissed. <laughs> did I ever meet her? Um, I don't think so. Mm. No, you didn't. Uh, but I, yeah, we were at our house and it was getting dark. <laughs> so, I, had, had you spoke about kissing before it happened? I can't remember. But I, <laughs> how would you feel if we were to? Yeah. Um, but we were like laying in bed, um, and it was like getting dark outside, and then yeah, went in for the kiss. <laughs> Headbutt each other. Did you? I think yeah. everyone did. Because it, da- it was dark as well, so you yeah. couldn't see it. Just had to guess turn, where the lips turn a, were. Turn a light on your inside. <laughs> <laughs> she, she hadn't paid the electricity bill. I was nervous. You were squatting. That's what it was. <laughs> 
<laughs> she was passed out, needle in the arm. How was your um, first kiss? <laughs> oh, good, real good, mate. No, it was a it was a house party. I had a mate called Matty, and it was round his. And I had my, <laughs> and it was with him. <laughs> I had my first kiss the same night as my mate Westy had his first kiss because it was with each other. No, yeah. <laughs> American Pie. Yeah, and the two <laughs> girls that we both respectively kissed. They were friends, and then Westy threw up after, <laughs> and then went back to try and kiss. And the girl looked in and went, no. <laughs> not tonight, Westy. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to do that. He went, but it's lovely here. And she still, she still didn't want to do it. <laughs> Was this the stage when you used to wear your beanie all the time? Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Well, yep, someone yep. kissed you like that. I know, mate. It's mad. I lost my virginity at 18, and I still had my old jaw and my fucking tra- 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 that piercing, whatever that is. Tragus? Trabet? Tra- tra- I can't remember what it's called. Tra- it's the chin. It's the chin lip bit. Yeah, it's horrible. Looks yeah, like it's a weird piercing yeah. for you to get. And as people know, um, oh, Labra, that's it. Thanks, V. Uh, as people may have heard before, um, one of my first girlfriends, who I thought I was going to lose my virginity to, but I, I didn't because I was too frigid, like shared a bed with her a few times, but didn't do anything. <laughs> I, well, the first night she ever stayed round, I slept in my beanie hat. <laughs> <laughs> All night. And I put James Blunt on, thinking that might... Uh, James Blunt, Back to Bedlam, mm. brilliant album. I thought it might get her in the mood. Uh, Tom, you... Failed attempt. <laughs> <laughs> you knew you knew of me. See, I don't know, th- I don't know the origin story of, of this in regards to where I discovered you. Right. Because... Um, Probably online. <laughs> <laughs> it, I think I saw you on Hotel of Mum and Dad. Oh. Oh. I was, was going to ask you, did you mention in that that you, is it mentioned in that you're a YouTuber? Yeah, in that, yeah. Because I think it must have been, I saw you on that. Basically, to go back further, we, I was, uh, I'm a videographer. Yeah. And we were asked to do a little series, which needed two presenters to go around festivals to do little blind dates. Yeah. And um, I was asked, do I know anyone that could lead for the male part? And um, I, was, I had no idea. And then I watched that show, mentioned you were a YouTuber. I had no idea what a YouTuber was. I thought you were... S- funny <laughs> and then i looked at that and i was like okay i'll message i message you on facebook you did indeed and i think was it the f- was that your first paid gig uh one one of definitely yeah certainly yeah because because I, I i'd just broken up with that girl surprise shock horror because if you saw hotel of mum and dad it was not a great relationship um she was lovely i was just a prick but after we'd broken up i was due to go to australia Oh, on a little yeah. month's travels round with my cousin Reese, booked a camper van, booked a skydive over the Great Barrier Reef, did all of that. Well, booked all of that. And then two days before we were due to go, we played up goals five aside, and he'd done his ACL, which is a cruciate ligament injury, and was put on a no-fly list. So couldn't go. Um, I said we could rebook it later on down the line. He got the money back, went with his new girlfriend. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, completely, over, I'm completely over that. Did you get your money back? Uh, some of the money, like 65% something. That's a very niche number, isn't it? When I don't remember. But I know, I know it, was, it was quite Ish. a lot. Yeah. yeah. So some would say that maybe the stars aligned because I was meant to be on the other side of the world. I wouldn't have usually done stuff like that just because I'd have probably been like, oh, I'll just go see my girlfriend. It's very boring. And I, I went, I, I hadn't really done much presenting. Got to take those opportunities. Yeah. So, and yeah, and then I got this little um, Facebook message and uh, we went to Fest Date. And the concept of Fest Date was to go around six UK festivals. Yep. How many can you remember? Boardmasters. Cornwall. Latitude. And Suffolk. Strawberry Fest- Fields. Leicestershire, I think. Yeah. Uh, Leeds. Leeds. That's where I tap out. Oh, no, a Green Man Festival. Yeah, I was going to say you went to a green one. Yeah. Green Man in Wales, which was... 
lovely place. Yeah, and then and then we kind of bonded during that because mm. it was being. I mean, despite away from the festival, we we're driving up and down the country and in a Safira. In a car, yeah. Um, very, very packed in. What did you think of the show? What was the final product like for you? It actually was surprisingly... It was such a weird experience because... I'm not going to name names, but the person organising it was very much a big blagger. <laughs> um, managed to blag us to go to all these festivals. Yeah. Um, that was her name, blagger. <laughs> whilst the idea was she would find a, a guy who wanted to go on a date, you'd find a girl, then by the end of it they go on a date at one of the food trucks there which she's blagged. She didn't know where until we got there. Then she blagged one whilst we are there and we'd film them having the date and then we ring them up afterwards and try to see how it all went like a long time afterwards. And also the kind of lure for them to do it is they're definitely going to get a free ticket to next year. Definitely didn't get any free tickets. Really? 100% didn't. I mean, the show, where did the show go? No one ever saw it. It was it was one of the weirdest shows I've done. But you know, like when you first start your career, like you take jobs like that, you think, oh, this is a proper job. Like I'm properly presenting here. Was I? Really? You, you were good. Like, was I? G- genuinely were good. And it's because I couldn't talk to random people and go, hey, do you want to go on a date? And it's Because you're approaching girls mm. with a camera crew beside you. Mm. Yeah. I remember an awkward one in the first date. You sat by someone, it was Latitude, which is quite close quite close to Norwich. Yeah, that was, that's on my sheet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you sat by a girl that you had a rendezvous with and you, you didn't recognise her until you were talking to her. Mate, yeah, there was this girl that like, I've, as I've discussed on the podcast before, I've never really been one for one night stands, mainly because I looked like how I looked for a while. <laughs> it wasn't my choice by any means. But there was one girl that was kind of like i hate to use this term but it's like fwb sort of thing what's that mean friends with benefits oh. so, <laughs> so, it's like, so, so it's like yeah, so spicy <laughs> <laughs> so i'd like go out on a night out and then we'd meet up and then we'd end up back at hers and that had happened like a quite a few times and then um, yeah <laughs> and then um a friend on benefits it, <laughs> <laughs> a mother on benefits <laughs> It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> I was actually trying to say that was my own mother. <laughs> but it came out that I was just implying she was a mother, which she wasn't. But it, it ended on kind of like, not kind of like amipo- am- amical. Yeah, that's not the word. <laughs> Amical? Amicable. Yeah, amic- amicable. It, it didn't end amicably, basically. it wasn't. It, we didn't have a big fallout, but it was just a bit awkward. I actually went on holiday and she slept with one of my mates, uh, which was I was all right with. Westy? Nah, I'll tell you off there. But, um, sh- was it me? No, de- no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> she said you repulsed it to look at. No, I get that. <laughs> Wait until it's dark and then we'll do it. <laughs> she said your urban legends were terrible. But we've got more of that coming next week. No, later on this week. So st- stay tuned for that. And Tom's actually going to be joining us for that. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I'm excited to do it. I reckon there'll be some good ones. Anyway, so except this girl a few times, ended not on great terms. And then the p- plot of this show, which Tom quite rightly just described is i have to run around and get a boy and a girl and put them together and at this particular event big blagger was on men and i was on the female there's this girl sat up on this hill and a lot of them would say no wouldn't they the people that we were approaching so i was like running gunning with a microphone like like hi hi this was my in my go-to question hi do you want a date but don't worry, not with me. Bit of self-deprecation. Yeah. And uh, there was this girl sat on this mound at Latitude, probably about 70 miles away from where I live. And I just ran up there, jumped on the grass and just went, hi, do you want a date? And I was just looked her in the eye. I was like, oh, that's the girl. <laughs> oh. And then I just went, don't worry about it. And then I think she went, I know what you're doing, Jack. So, <laughs> yeah. What yeah. Do you mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> what well, does it mean? <laughs> what does I've that hired, mean? Yeah. I've hired a, cr- a film crew to film me. 
<laughs> ask you to go on a date with someone else. I'm going around all the people I've slept with, so it's you. <laughs> and that's that. But yeah, we had some good times, I think. Well, a particularly good one for me. Um, well, a particularly bad one for me was probably Cornwall. Bournemouthers, yeah. Worst hangover uh, in my life. the first one we did? No. What? That, attitude, that attitude was, yeah. That was the first one where, I think, where we, like, proper chatted and mm. stuff. and Because we, we basically went on a night out, didn't we? Yeah. We recently went back to those haunts the other day. But, um, yeah, I, I think I've said on here before, but that was still, to this day, the worst hangover I've ever had. I think it was, I think we, we, we were just drinking beers. I'm not really a beer drinker either. I'm drinking a lot of beers. I think we ended up getting back to the tent, which was just on this hill. Yeah. It wasn't at the festival, was it? It was just on this hill. And I think I ended up falling asleep at like five and it was like a 6.30 call time or something. It wasn't that mental. I think it, but yeah, you, you, <laughs> really? it wasn't, wasn't 6.30. I, we, I remember, nev- ha- I remember, never be doing I remember having like an hour's sleep. That's on you. That's not on the call time. <laughs> why <laughs> you def- the call time out. Why are you defending Big Blagger? <laughs> it's not, it wasn't, you turned up and you were just, yeah, you were dead and you were, you're literally laying on the, on the pavement. In, yeah. And it was like, a, it was just like a, it was just like, imagine like St. Stephen Street in Norwich, like a big, like hustling, bustling street. How did you feel about that being the one who got him on? I think, uh, it didn't annoy me weirdly. Now it would. Yeah, I'd be very annoyed if it was doing it. But it was kind of like you were still able to perform right. on camera. We, with it, I think we made it as a thing, didn't we? We mentioned yeah. the fact you had a big night. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I can't be able to do this. You're playing up to that character a bit. Yeah. So it kind of worked. Yeah. But, but I remember that, 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 the girl that we got on that festival mm. sounds, sounds a bit dodgy, doesn't it? With the girl that we nabbed on that festival. <laughs> but she was the most attractive one that we had on any of the series. And I remember I was just absolutely stinking, very sweaty. Imagine how I looked, but imagine that as like a melted wax work. That was how nice. I was. Yeah. And I just, I, I just literally just like, hi, you're on a date. It's just like, oh, God. Jesus, she went with you. Like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That was the best. As well, that partner—they actually looked like they could have been been together. The one we got—I don't think any of them lasted, did they? No. Big Blagger was a was a strange person. Yes, if you don't mind me saying. Uh, Who's Big Blagger? So, so she's the woman that organised this. Who was she insisted? on presenting it as well and yeah. Tom was like oh so I know who it is yeah so Tom was just <laughs> like why don't you just let Jack do it and she was like no no I really want to but she had some really like kind of like 1990s ideas about how things should be shot like she was like oh I'll tell you what we should do we should write Festate in the sand and you should oh, film yeah. it from the top of the cliff it's just you like, did that though didn't you yeah well yeah because she was in charge <laughs> yeah she was and technically she was the one supposedly going to be paying us yeah but it turns out well us as a film crew chased her for three years for our expenses. Wow. That's for terrible. Our expenses. That's so bad. I, I, I remember I turned up. Bear in mind, because there was a camera crew and I thought this was a real big presenting gig, um, I turned up and she asked me to, if she could borrow a tenner off me because she wanted to get some facts. <laughs> what? And I was just like, who's this, Chief? She, she told this story about... Are you um, going to say about the eye? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got some good, notes. Good. Yeah. I like that. He, I like that he came with notes. Yeah. Good job, machine. <laughs> You're only the second person so far to come here with notes. Yeah, so not that great notes, but um, she was. In, she was telling us a story about she's like she must have been drunk or something when she did this, but she was taking a contact lens out. And she peeled her own. Uh, is it what she said? Cornea. Cornea, cornea off. How? I. She must have fallen asleep at him. Oh. <laughs> But what? So she falls If you fall asleep in it, it'll dry to your cornea. Oh, you're, you're that you're not, Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Disgusting, disgusting mm. woman. She, 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 she won't watch this. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> 
<laughs> People might send it to her though when they realise her name was Linda. <laughs> yes, yes, it wasn't. I know. It wasn't. Linda, I'm, not real. Uh, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about after that? I think one of the next things we did was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hip to be a hipster. That was the next thing. Yeah, I remember that the first thing we shot with you afterwards was hip to be a hipster. How was it, how was that experience for you? It turned out really well. Yeah, I genuinely it was, think it turned out really well. It, it, it was stressful. Mm. The day was really long. Mm. Yeah, wasn't, of, we did the whole thing in one day because of my beard. Yeah, yeah one, one, one line, little, one little money shot in the in the thing. We had to go back and. But how good was that shot in the it end? Was good. It you smashed well. it. Yeah, it was. It was a music video that me or a music song that me and Stevie had written months <laughs> music <song>. prior, <laughs> <laughs> called "Hip to Be a Hipster," which I'm sure a lot of you will know. We meme it quite a lot on here. Uh, just a piss take of hipsters, and I really wanted to have the video professionally done, but I didn't know anyone. Obviously, stars aligned. Tom came into my life, shot it with As A Button Productions, your company at the time. And um, one of the jokes in the in the song were... We do the line. What is it? Well, it was... Um, oh, shit, son, you're looking kind of weird. Uh, oh, no, no. You look, hold on, mate, you're, you're looking, looking kind of weird. weird. Oh, oh, shit, son, son I'm, I'm forgetting the beard. beard. And, and then, then you, I suddenly grow a beard to look more hipster. You sprout a full good. beard. And we didn't want to go fake and put a fake beard on you. You look like a Guess Who character or something. So you made me grow a beard to shave it halfway through the day and then go back and do the beginning of the video at the end this of is, the day. This is, but we also shot at different locations, which we had to shoot again with the beard and without so we had the to beard. go back to three locations again. We kind of shot it in reverse order, didn't we? Because mm. we shot the ending at sunrise and... We shot sunset, I think. Sunset. We shot the ending... No, we shot the e- ending shot at sunrise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I had a yeah. beard. The f- yeah, the beard was... We did it at the start of the, the day. The beard comes Sun, halfway we through. Sunrise. sunrise, yeah. We sh- and at sundown, we shot the start Jeez. to make it look like... And, and it was just... A hell, for one line, it was, it made the day so much more painful, going A, B, C, and then back to C, B, worth A. Worth it, though. It was worth it. It didn't get hardly any views. No. It was one of your first things to get over 100,000 back it? then. Not, not, not like as a viral thing, but you were shocked. That it, and it was number one on the iTunes comedy chart. That's good. In yeah. music. What's, um, what kind of subs were you on in that kind of time? Was that pre... Ooh. So this was October 2014? Great knowledge. Great knowledge. <sighs> that is mad. I, just, I remember I sent you something the other day that popped up on Facebook saying six, six years, years ago. ago so. I, I reckon I'd have probably been on around about 100k. Yeah. I think yeah. I, that brings about... I was amazed as well at these festivals going back a little bit. The amount you recognise on 100k. Yeah. It was happening a lot. Now yeah. nobody cares. No. Well, I wouldn't say that if I'm on 1.3 mil now, I wouldn't say that I get recognised 13 times the amount. Well, no, I wouldn't say so. Mm. It was weird. Maybe YouTube was just more of a like, like a thing then. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But that was that that was fun. It turned out really well. I, l- I learned one thing that day, Steve, because you had a lot of ideas in the day which weren't planned in the thing, and I learned a new way to deal with people having ideas. <laughs> I just said. We'll try lots of things. And then, and then after that, I used it on every shoot when someone asked me to do something. You're I'm welcome. Like, I, I actually don't have a clue what I tried to... That, that's his polite way of going, that's a shit idea, but we'll, we'll come back to it. No, you... it's not what we'll come back to it. We'll never come back to it. <laughs> it's, more, it's more of a, if it's planned, if it's an idea before the shoot, I'm like, okay, cool, we'll factor that in. But yeah. it's an idea that's on the shoot during the take, and it's like, we've got to do everything again. Obviously, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, uh... Fair enough. It was fun. And then, and then we, you shot a few more music videos for me, didn't you? Yeah, Badoo. The dating game. That was another weird yeah, one. You were involved in that. It was so hot that day. One of the hottest days of the year. The pink wig. That was <laughs> probably a bit problematic now, isn't it? No, no, you just made a Conchita joke about me. 
That's yeah. not the worst I'm sitting thing. here with the next Eurovision winner. That's fine. Yeah, that's not a bad joke. You just, it's you've a gone woman, on a date it's a with a woman, woman with, a with a beard. Yeah. Yeah, what's wrong with that? You were pretty keen to dress up as a woman. Yeah, you actually only wrote that line because I was really keen to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I remember I got a, a bit really bad hay fever attack that day and my eye swelled up, do you remember? <laughs> if you watch a shot of me in, in Rachel's house, like I've got big swelly like, oh, eyes. Yeah. yeah. That was a really cool video as well. Yeah, it was good. But then, then, away from all these shoots, I think the main thing that we did together, the first thing where it's like you're in front of the camera, mm. was FUBA. Yeah. Fubar Radio. Did you listen to any of the shows, Stevie? Nope, nope. You didn't listen to any of the shows? I don't think so. Fubar, do you know what it stands for? No. It's an army term. Have oh, a what guess. Does it mean? Have a guess. It's an acronym. What, each one means something else? Yeah, that's what an acronym is, yeah. Fire mm. under... But... Uh, fire under barrels. Nah, it's... Oh. it's uh, <laughs> all the barrels. <laughs> it's fucked up beyond all recognition. What's that got to do with the army? So if, you, if a body, you can't recognise who it is. Oh, that, they just went, oh, he's Fubar. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's Fubar. <laughs> <laughs> like him in the back. Like a carry-on. <laughs> but but I didn't know when we... Because our mate, Will Brazier, he emailed Producer me. Will. Producer Will on the show. Yeah, he emailed me a template email because <laughs> I knew because Hijack was in a completely different colour and font to the rest of the email. And uh, when I was coming in, I thought, well, it is a legitimate radio station in London. Like, it is a re- legitimate station. But I thought it was more of a... Um, I didn't know it was like an edgy radio station. Like, look at us, it's Fuba. Mm. And the guy that runs the station, who we're both fond of, but I, I think I wouldn't be wrong in saying that he really tried to push the idea of being edgy. Well, that was the unique selling point of the station. Yeah. Because they, cause they, they weren't being uh, monitored by Ofcom. They could swear and stuff. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And they had a lot of kind of like questionable characters hosting. So like, Justin Lee Collins had a show. He, pretty questionable. He wasn't questionable at the time. Or was he? I think he was. Oh, was that after that point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he was doing Channel 4 and everything. Yeah. And then he did that. Um, True. Yeah. James Acaster started on Fubar right? Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. That is questionable. No, he's a good, he's a, yeah, he's a good lad. Katie yeah. K- K- Price had a show? The Pricey. Oh, wow. <laughs> but then, like, didn't, didn't, you meet, what? The voice. didn't you meet, like, Michael Payne through that as well? Yeah, Michael, who's we, been we, on the pod. we did the 4 till 6 Friday slot, which is a great slot, by the way. Mm. And he did the 2 till 4. He did it with a guy called Hugh... Hugh Hugh. <laughs> did, it with, did it with Hugh. Look to me, I did not help at all. Like, Huey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should know. And uh, became friends with Michael through that, really, because growing up, I really liked his music. And I, I like he's been in here now as a guest on this show. He and has. Just an absolute cool guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's just very cool. Very cool guy. Effortlessly cool. So we'd, we'd go in, he'd do that, and then we'd go on after. And so I think as much as I enjoyed presenting, mm. I think I really learn a lot by the fact that I shouldn't really do live presenting. Yeah. There's a, there's a little red button on the desk with literally like a little plastic case over it. It's you called could, the dump button. The dump button. You could, If someone says something outrageous, you can delay the thing by pressing it, which then people can kind of get rid of it. Yeah. But basically, basically we're, we're not, li- we're live, but we're 14 seconds out. Okay. And the dump button's a seven second delay and you can press it twice before you're actually live and as soon as we came in me and tom are like a bit nervous we've never done anything so you like get this two before. chances for yeah. the whole show yeah and um 
to- we came in and producer Will, who had only just met, he was he told he explained the situation. He was like, never had to press it yet. So it's just like brilliant because if we, but we didn't, did we? No, I don't think we ever pressed it. How far could you go on that show without needing that button? Mm. It was as far as you want to in your own career because the big boss man was like, yeah, say this, say this, yeah, go on. Like, it's a bit like a Dale boy, but like a yeah, go on, like yeah, slag him off, like. The funny thing is, I remember after the first couple of shows, Jack took me to one side and he was like, I have a word. I was like, yeah. And he proper like, I was like, what's this? Like, what's about? He's like, you need to start swearing on the show. No, I did not. <laughs> you genuinely told me off for not swearing on the show. What? You, yeah, you was like, you need to swear more. Did I? 100% did. That's, yeah, I get that. What, what, for the sake of, because it's... I don't, know, I don't know if it was because you felt the pressure of swearing or you thought it made you cool or something. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off. No, I think it made me cool. <laughs> but um, you, were, you, you were like, you need to swear more. It was even in the... Cause I, I put so much effort, in, like you do in this, effort into the show. And that I... Um, <laughs> what was that I raised? I, mean, I meant as in he was not putting the effort. Oh, okay, in. good. Yeah. I'm not sniding you back like you got me early. Um, <laughs> I, I I made jingles. I wrote plays every week, which we read at the end of the show. Oh yeah, we had we had um, Tom's tales. Tom's tales. What what did Jack put into the show? Mm, that's what I mean. Well, we used to take turns on the play. Although that was after a while. Yeah, I wrote a big story about how all these sea creatures used to look at this like human like sea world under the sea, and it was all rhyming couples. Do you remember your first one? It was called the Disabled Boy. No, it was not called. The Disabled Boy. <laughs> It was never, no. Wait, wait, it was called The Disabled Boy and The Crow That Could Fly. It wasn't The Disabled Boy. Woman, the woman who lived in the shoe in The Crow That Could Fly. It wasn't. It was not The Disabled <laughs> What's Boy. What's The Disabled Boy got to do with this? Nothing with I thought it was The Disabled Boy. But can I just point out. He doesn't listen. No. Can I just point out And The Crow That Could Fly? That was kind of the funny bit. Most crows can. Yeah. <laughs> Most crows can. <laughs> Well, there will, there will be crows out there that are unable. Wait until the end of the story. Yep. Disabled crows. Uh, and uh, we had a few close calls, basically, doing yeah. live radio. You're obviously going to slip up a couple of times. There's two that come to my mind. Yep. The first one is, basically, it was a two-hour show. We broke the show down into eight 15-minute segments. And obviously, because there was no visuals like there is here, like it was literally all audio, when we'd have a good good segment or a bad segment i used to just hold up the bit of paper with the tick or the cross on because we used to always like wig our producer out by like trying to make it seem like we're having a bad show yeah so like will would be talking he'd be doing the whole segment i'd just hold up the bit of paper and do a big cross like no one's enjoying this and we cut to uh, an ad break halfway through and I, I thought we was having a bad, particularly bad show. A lot of them were quite bad, but I thought this one was really bad. I just thought it was boring. And uh, I went, oh, God, we are flopping, aren't we? And, <laughs> and then, and then uh, you agreed. I was like, this is shit. I, who the fuck's listening to that? And then I just see the producer up at the window going, stop. Stop, you're still on air. So and the thing is, we'd just cut to Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. So as it was going, I'm going, we are flopping, aren't we? Oh, God, this is shit. And people could tell that that wasn't part of the joke. We With that one, we kind of like brushed off as a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that I struggle to brush off. Yes. Is probably the most awkward moment, and I am going to say it now. Yeah, because it's not you're not because saying. this isn't my intention. But like we used to always, me, Tom, and Will, producer Will, used to always like slag each other off, and sometimes it got a bit snarky in there, yeah. and we'd get a bit like 
annoyed with each other. And we used to use, oh, I don't know, that you got. Yeah, well, Will used to always say about like, it, it, he's like a proper like brummy lad. And he's it, he's quite a joyful lad, I think it's fair mm. to say. And he'd be like, why are you being so neg- uh, negative? Like, come on, like pick it up. He'd try and make the show better. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that he's trying to make our show better. <laughs> if you want to make it better, you should do more work. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I went, Oh, I don't care, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm in a neggy mood, and I've never said this word before. But I went, I'm just a little negger, right? And I didn't know, and, you, and, and we it, both gave him the eyes, like, "What are you saying?" It didn't come into my head at all because I didn't mean anything by yeah. it. And he, Will's, looked at me and gone, like, basically, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I said it again, yeah. and I went, "What? I'm just a little negger like that." And then I went, "Anyway, uh, coming up." But and then I went to the break, and then Will took his headphones off. He's like what are you doing? I'm like, what? He's like, what does that sound like? And I'm like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be absolutely fine because I didn't mean it, but I got tweets. Lo- tweets. Yeah, I got a few tweets. Yeah. When I say loads, I mean about four. <laughs> yeah. How many people listen to the show? We never got the stats. No, which that's was- one thing. Yeah, they said that he never, I, I know the first shows apparently in terms of the other shows were like that record. Right, record-breaking shows. But if, if you if you saw the other shows, you we could have got about, Collins, we could have so. got about twelve views. Yeah, we got, we had someone ring in once, which we didn't know there was a ringing number, and they were just like, just wanted to chat. And we're like, <laughs> what's, what, what's going on here? Yeah, I remember that. And then I remember once we went in, and um, this was before I knew that Justin Lee Collins was at the station, and uh, oh. <laughs> and then producer Will was like, yeah, J- J- Justin comes in here, like he and, and he started telling us about his skin condition because mm. he's got like, is it? Psoriasis. 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 Something like that. He's got a flaky skin condition. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he just sits in and he scratches and flakes off everywhere. And I just looked at Will dead in the eye. I was like, where does he sit? He was like, <laughs> he was like yep, your seat. I was like, oh, brilliant. And apparently just before we came in to do the pilot, Will was having to scrape off all of Justin Lee Collins' flakes into a oh. bin bag. <laughs> bin bag makes us so much work. Just know. a little snow globe. Yeah, but that was Food Bar Radio. Yeah. You, have, you have fun with that? I like Fubar. We 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 even had a pilot of a Comedy Central, which went nowhere. Oh yeah, because you ruined that. Did I? Because you then tried to pitch to Comedy Central a different idea you had, and and then they... <laughs> did I? How do you know any of this stuff? I can't remember. We had, we had a big show with Comedy Central, which was a pilot for online, and it had we had people like Emma Blackery on, Aaron Kraskell on, Michael Payne, yeah, Kian Toomey, Kian Toomey, Schaefer, went Schaefer, on there, Schaefer yeah. and yeah. Anto, yeah, Sharp. Um, and then the idea was all these viral people they're going to share it and all this stuff and then during that process you tried to pitch an idea to Comedy Central a different idea and then it kind of muddied the waters between what was going on did it? yeah I really so, so, sorry to break it to you but we, did, we didn't get the show <laughs> I don't imagine Jack as much of a pitcher I think he saw it an opportunity I pitch all the time do you? yes I've always pitched to brands do you? Yes. Do you what do you do in that pitch? I've I've I've, I've made like five page decks yeah, before. Yeah, just email a deck. Oh, uh, if I imagine like in person, oh, I can no, imagine no. Jack pitching. No, it's a digital revolution, mate. We're all online. You don't, <laughs> you don't take a fucking briefcase to fucking Comedy Central. I carry that briefcase with <laughs> a little like mask. I just find in person seems like the nicer way to do it. Yeah. Either way, you failed. So yeah, yeah. the show was quite good though. There's some funny ones, isn't it? I don't Did know we, if I could do live. I thought we got a show. You'd be. F- what do you mean? We did six shows, didn't we? It wasn't a show on. It's just online, yeah. Oh, and that might have been on TV. Because it's all like, yeah, the idea was that, that could possibly translate to being on Comedy Central TV. Right, um, okay. Because, yeah, there are things we did in the pub next door, like like people's face on the dartboard, and it was all edgy. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a bit grim. Yeah. You did the Fluffy Bunny Challenge. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, it was grim. We were doing that to take the piss, weren't uh, we? Yeah, yeah. I love how you don't remember any of these uh, things. <laughs> no, we, we, were we doing it ironically? Yeah, yeah. On, <laughs> on live as well, yeah. You'd be fine live. But yeah, you'd be all right. It'd be me that you'd have to worry about. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do live because I think I'd be cancelled through him. The beauty about this is you guys create your own content and you pick your guests and like you yeah. have complete control. Whereas that, we still had to kind of crowbar certain things in. Didn't yeah. We? And um, last story before we move on. Our, one of our assistant producers <laughs> moved to Canada shortly after. <laughs> That's not relevant. <laughs> done for... Uh, Got done for nonsense. Uh, I remember you telling me about that. Laptop full of it. And his name was the same name as someone else who was done for nonsense. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep it very loose, but yeah, yeah. That's re- that's done very for nonsense. That's very such interesting. A good way to put it. When we come back after this short break, I want to talk to Tom a, a, a story that we've told on the podcast before that a lot of people enjoy. So hopefully, we'll go over some same stuff, but we're going to hear it from a different angle. We're going to hear about my old YouTube manager because uh, Tom knew him. Tom was basically the one that maybe pulled the plug on him not being so true the night we had a Skype and you zoomed in yeah. and stuff like that got so that, got that in the old nights yeah so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that we'll talk about the Jackmate podcast the original podcast that I guess turned into this over time so come back in a jiffy Football's back and we are here to laugh about it. Hellenius in the League Cup, he was trying to like defend with his hands and he yanked his yeah. shorts down. Straight off. See you later. Yeah. But Hellenius got the shot away, which I thought was very professional. Yes. <laughs> Whether it's players losing their pants or managers losing their shit. And I thought about that when, <laughs> when you could just hear Moy shouting at Pablo Fornell. And then he just loses yeah. all, all sense of himself at the end when, when Fornell blazes it over and like, oh. yeah. <laughs> that was the noise yeah. <laughs> the football rambler here every day with new episodes covering the lighter side of football I walked past a trophy shop at the weekend and said we're only allowing one person in at a time nobody wants any fucking trophies mate <laughs> don't worry but no one, there's nothing happening also no null and void <laughs> your five aside league is null and void piss off Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He went through, and all you hear is, Shoo, Pablo! Yeah. Shoo! Yeah. <laughs> finish! Finish! Oh, finish. <laughs> Pablo! This was a Stakhanov production. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Jackmate uh, to the Happy Hour podcast. I had Jackmate podcast on my brain. <laughs> Not in front of C. I've got some news. I, I feel broken. We're testing the waters. <laughs> How do you think this is going? Slow rotation. <laughs> yeah, I, I was binned off. So yeah, I mean, that's me, Alex, Alex Jordan. Jordan. I'm next. It's fine. You're the you're the, yeah. you're the lone survivor. I know. It's mental, that, that, isn't it? Out of all the people yeah. as well. Mm. I don't, worry, I, don't worry, I put myself at the bottom of that pile. There's still time. Yeah, There's I'm still right. time. No, I'd understand. As we alluded to before the break, um, my old manager, the name's out there, people can find it if they want, uh, but for the oh, sake... Hey, you doing? Hey, you're all right. Uh, what, what, what are you doing? You're not doing the Jackmate podcast anymore. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Never had a hobnob. <laughs> 
He did have a really weird voice, didn't he? Very deep voice, did I John? Think he does voice over work now, apparently. Yeah. Well, honestly, his CV was often bolstered a lot more than it was, yes. wouldn't it? Like literally, as we spoke about before, I went to California with him, and a couple of weeks later, when our relationship broke down, mainly because he went to jail, uh, his CV had. Um, the name of my vlog, my second channel vlog on it, Hello oh. California, and he put that he was the second lead. Wow, I don't even remember that. <laughs> do you not remember that? Do you remember the prank in, like the film, the, the trailer for Prank and Rachel? Yes, I do. Mm. The weird um, so odd. CG on the FaceTime thing. So so just a quick overview, because I know I've said it before, I had a manager, YouTube manager, he, the first manager I ever had in the space, I thought it was a lot more official. He was actually a good manager, was getting me some good gigs. I, I got a well-paid Pizza Express gig, which was far more than I ever had before. But he had a, he had a murky past. A lot of YouTubers messaged me before I can, can made this relationship and was like, watch him. He's done fraud before. So I was like, oh, this might not be good. He's done fraud. He's done done some of that. (laughs) And uh, I kind of like tested the waters. As I say, he did all right. So we we moved on. And then after about a year and a half of not only being manager and client, but also being good pals, he just went to prison randomly. And I had nothing to do with it. I didn't know he was going. I got called up by the press the next day and asked for a quote. Didn't even know what had happened. But... It was a web of lies that one day I'd love to make into kind of a documentary or something. Not a documentary. It'd be great if you'd ever sit down and talk to him about it. I imagine him on the podcast. That would That'd be, be a, a very oh, good guess. I bet, I bet he would. Well, he know. probably would. He could put it straight on a CV. <laughs> <laughs> Satire. But, yeah. <laughs> Just but, like that, he probably's not going to come on. <laughs> <laughs> but would he come on? Because we've basically spoken about his lies. But then it's a case of him putting them to rights. It's, it's, it's a, the right of reply, response. Uh, yeah. John, if you're out there, mate, and you, and, and you want to... What? His name's James. I'm trying to be anonymous. We've mentioned him on here yeah, before. We have Why him. is that relevant? Yeah, fuck it, yeah. It's in the fucking news. Yeah, like, yeah. It was... Big blagger, really, some would say. Really allergic to bees. Really allergic to bees. Oh, yeah. that was hilarious. This is the annoying thing. Like, And I'm not now trying to defend him because it was a bit cunty what he did, but he was good at his job. He was. He, he was, was good. He had a big... He had like... Not to blow my own trumpet, but I fully trusted him and I was a big coop for him at the time. Like, the channel was okay. It was going well, somewhere. To be honest, he didn't do anything wrong as your manager to you. He did nothing wrong. The only wrong thing... The only way he ever wronged me was lying about the lies that he was already living. Yeah. But I think it's what the case of when you get caught up in your own lies. You're in that web of lies, aren't you? And some of the lies were just so needless. Like when he said that he had a wife at home. They lived on this farm. And he never he never had a wife. And he'd, I'd meet him in London. And he'd go, uh, like, say her name's Jessie. Uh, Jessie made me a lovely lasagna last night. The l- lasagna she makes is impeccable. And it's like... When I found out that was all bollocks and he was single, he had a microwave meal. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even lasagna. That's, 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 <laughs> that's it. That it's a spag bowl. Yeah, and um, and he said that he was mates with Zac Efron. Yeah, so that so that one. So I remember I was talking about him for a while, and then you said I was like, he's not mates with me. Yeah, you got these pictures. You sent me the pictures. I zoomed in on the things. I saw these lanyards and I googled the word on it and then it was a lookalike convention. Yeah. Yeah, and I was so fucking dumb. I didn't even I didn't even realize. But, and didn't he take it even further and FaceTime Zac Efron yeah. in front of you? Yeah. yeah. When we were when we were in California. Bear in mind, yeah. So, I'd never been to another country for work before and James James was like look I've got you this film in LA and Vegas and I was like wow this is for the real deal and I remember absolutely bit buzzing about it as anyone would and he was like I've got this penthouse suite like in, in um, Santa Monica like it's absolutely lovely and as we went over there was an issue 
with him getting the key. He said he had a mate over there and he couldn't get the key. And he told me the, like, the location. I'd Googled it, I'd seen it and everything. So he went, so I can't go. Like My mate's gone abroad and he, he can't leave me the key. So I'm, I, I've got another mate and we're going to stay at his. But it's a penthouse as well. It's fine. So I was like, oh, wow, fair enough. All right, one penthouse to another. It's all the same to me. We got there. The key was left under the mat. At the time, I didn't realise how Airbnbs worked, right? <laughs> At the time. So we were meeting another couple of um, guys over there who worked in the, on, on a, in a separate company and uh, who I'm still friends with today, a guy called Jeremy, lovely guy. And um, he flew in, walked into this apartment we were in. Bear in mind, I've, I forgot that this isn't James's apartment. I forgot what he said to me on the plane. And Jeremy goes, hey, that's a lovely uh, TV you got on the wall. And then... James goes, yeah, yeah, I know I bought that last time I was here. Yeah, it looks really... And I didn't put two and two together. And now I think back, I'm like, hang on, one minute it's not your flat, but you put the TV He's on He's had the- to tell another lie to someone else. Yeah, yeah. Just say you've rented an Airbnb. I, I, yeah, I think he he told so many lies that he he tripped up and he forgot. But there was a night when we were in Santa Monica, went to this English bar like Brits do when they're abroad, got pretty pissed went back and he was telling me about uh, no I started prodding him on the Zac Efron thing like how do you know Zac he's like oh, and he got his phone out after fiddling on it for a while <laughs> and he, he had Zac Efron in his call contacts so I'm pissed and I'm quite I guess I'm probably gullible anyway just because I've known a lot of nutters and it would take a gullible person to befriend a lot of nutters but I um, asked him to FaceTime him and he went yeah 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 and he went away and he come back and was like he's going to FaceTime me in a minute and he got a FaceTime and it was just the phone was being held by somebody under a table and you couldn't see the face and it was just a hit and then they would it was pitch black and he was like he's in a nightclub at the moment he'll call me back tomorrow no he went we'll go for lunch with him on Sunday so I was like mad that I'm just going to randomly go for lunch with Zac Efron that never happened no. he cancelled <laughs> he was meant to be friends with Pe- Katy Perry and all this stuff yeah and then obviously as, as longer term listeners of the show will know when you discovered the lanyard. I didn't have the balls to call him out on it. No, but thing is, he was, as I said, he was delivering. He just seemed to pepper everything with lies. And yeah. So it's it's one of those where it's sad that he felt the need to lie. Yeah. Um, he, he said that his dad owned an airline. I think he had a plane. He, he, he does own a plane, yeah. Because when I got a call from the... <laughs> just stretch the truth a bit yeah, on that but, one. Though. That's the thing. If that's already true, that's impressive enough. Mm, you, don't yeah. have, you don't have to... I, re- I remember the moment we found out, because we were at football, weren't we? And yeah, I just I went you, on my yeah. phone and I was like, Jack, have you seen this? And you were like, what? Yeah. And <laughs> that he was mental. showed me the article that said... Uh, it was like 1080, wasn't it? YouTuber manager or manager of Jackmate, James Yates, jailed for fraud or whatever it was. I can't remember if it was fraud. Fraud, then so. you just have to keep going through phone calls to be like, I have no idea about yeah. any of this. I think, I think it was. I remember it being fraud. Him using credit cards from old companies to pay for things, and possibly even where you stayed. Wow. Possibly, maybe, um, maybe because I, I don't know how else he was getting the money at that time. Yeah. But yeah, people calling me up was like, "Can you give me a comment on this?" And and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Not only do I need to say, or obviously I had nothing to do with it. I'll go further than that and say I didn't even know he was going to court. Like, he, he wanted me to go to London with him and Robbie Knox one night for a Pizza Express, and the next day he got sentenced. Mm. The next day? Well, spend it with your family then. But then he got, his, he, got, he got his dad involved in the lies, didn't he? Because his dad messaged you 
when he was in prison now. Yeah. You're not going to see him for however long he was sentenced for. And you get a message from his dad saying, oh, he's had one of those allergic reactions. And he sent you a photo, didn't he? Yeah, apparently James, James used to get an allergic reaction for a bee sting or a spider yeah. bite or something that blow up his face. He looked like the elephant man. It's <laughs> uh, just a little dig. Um, <laughs> and his, yeah, his dad called me up and was like, he's not going to be able to speak to you. for." Uh, but it was weird because it was clearly a lie because he was like, he's not going to be able to speak to you for about three months. Or one and a half on good behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, put him on loudspeaker, can't? And he obviously didn't because he was in prison. But apparently, I heard on the on the uh, grapevine that um, when he turned up to court, they say, bring a spare pair of boxer shorts and stuff and don't bring any belongings because you're not going to need them. And he turned up with absolutely no spare clothes and a laptop. He was that confident he was going to get yeah, away yeah. with it. Apparently, he cried when he went down, which is sad. I don't like to see that in anyone. Like he was, he was actually a, a, a mate of mine. I liked him and defended him above everyone else. That's what. By the way, when I spoke about this on my main channel shortly after it happened, get a bit of clickbait out of it. Why not? He lied to me. I'll cash in. But he uh, he threatened me. He DM'd me and threatened me, and he was like, "I know what you get up to in your personal life." He was like, "I know what your dad's done." Oh, fucking I don't give a shit what you say about my dad like do you know what I mean like my dad went to prison for an accident you went to prison because you were a cunt to people yeah and your dad got did his time for you yeah exactly so um so so, so that was that and I, then I, w- I would love to see a uh, conversation it would be very interesting viewing if he'd be up for it it would be incredible so if you are out there James I'm or, still friends with him on Facebook I, can, I am as well I love reading his stuff the stuff he posts now is amazing I will say now that I don't think he'll come on I think Steve, you should, you should message him. I could be the in between. Oh, I'd love that. It would be. It Wouldn't would be, you, audience? It would be incredible. <laughs> it would be incredible. I, I'd, I'd message him. Message him. That's oh, what we're going to do. So good. That's what we're going to do. So anyway, and then Dapper laughs. Oh God, <laughs> that'd be interesting, though. It would. Uh, yeah, it would be. Yeah, I don't know why I said old oh, God because actually thinking about it, um, we met Dapper last, didn't we? We did meet Dapper last. We we we, we sp- another time we we we've spoken about that. That was when we did our sketch channel. Four hours since. Like we're talking so much stuff that Steve you can't jump in on, so I feel bad. That's all right. Fuck I, I'm a listener. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Four hours since. Did you watch any of the sketches? I did. Did you like them? Yeah. No, I, I really liked um, Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh was funny. Yeah. Fair enough. I like the other one, not yeah, you two. Yeah. yeah. No, Josh was funny, though. Was funny. We had a sketch channel about five years ago. Fiona said to me that when she first came round to where I used to live, she the first thing she saw was a whiteboard that said four hours since and loads of ideas. So could... Four hours since. Is such a good name. It is a really good I name. Came, I came up with it. Did you? Yeah, I definitely did. Four, because it, it wasn't like for our sins, Father. It was the the number four, hour, as in time, sins. Really long sketches, though. Six minutes? Why were they that long? I don't think we really thought of it as kind of like skit comedy, sketch-based. It was, I was going at the four-hour joke. But, oh, uh, right. Fuck but six, no, six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think they were more kind of like, we imagined them to be short, kind of like sitcoms. I think you were very inspired by Jack and Dean, weren't you? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. They were funny. Yeah. yeah. They nailed it. We had some good ones. What was your favourite one? British accents was quite funny. Didn't make much sense, but... Yeah, that was good. Brace Off was good. Brace Off was my favourite, I think. I might try and put one of these out. Just I, I edit for Jack's Facebook, so I might try and put one out on there and see how it does. I think it would flop. Massively. <laughs> I guess it probably would, because it's, it's such a weird humour as yeah. well. Yeah, but... I'm going to probably put in some clips here because no one really knows about this channel. Like, if you imagine the kind of views that we get, like, on the main channel, on Facebook, the views that this podcast pulls in, like, I'm entirely grateful for everything, but 
that channel never really took off. <laughs> yeah, I think it probably says something about the... Uh, they're, they're nicely shot sketches. Yeah. They look nice. And they, some of them were occasionally funny. Yeah. What but, was the um, What was the most viewed video we had on there? Oh, fuck knows. I think the channel's still up. So if you guys are intrigued and want to go check it out, go to youtube.com forward slash four hours in. I, I don't have a moment where I remember like watching one of those and thinking it wasn't good. No, I thought so, they were all quite yeah, good. Yeah, I, I would have imagined it would have done all right. Me and Josh occasionally, if we get drunk, we'll watch the bloopers. Yeah, the bloopers were funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 that is originally as well where I got the... We often ask hypothetical questions at the end of the show, and I always ask the hundred balls in a uh, bag. Yeah. Oh, is that where it came from? That's where from? I got it from. I wrote that into a sketch. I didn't get that from anywhere. Just And then we and then we put it into a sketch. Yeah. Like That's a good question. Yeah, but the joke in the sketch was that you've got 99 massive blue balls in a bag and one tiny little red one. Would you take, would you take Ro- the hit? Robbie and Robbie Knox featured in one. Yeah, Robbie, bless him. Uh, how many views, Fiona, as the, uh, the most viewed got? Do you want to have a guess, Tom? 2,000. 2,000. I'm going to say 12,000. No, I was going to say 12. Uh, Fuck off 12,000. No I'm going to go 18,000. No. no. 6.9K. I'm actually pleasantly surprised by that. I think that's second was Robbie with 6.8K. Well, if you want to watch well, a sketch of Robbie in. What was the, what was the most viewed one, Fee? On 6.9k. So the, the Robbie Knox, oh British accents. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see that. Yeah, um, British. Yeah, we did one about British accents. Fiona was in that. Yeah, and then Robbie Knox. We did one uh, homeless. I wrote that. The punchline was weak. Yeah. I'll admit. Yeah, and the um, just there's the one perfect moment in that where he rejects the word sandwiches in the weirdest <laughs> voice. Putting your sandwiches and some. It made the cut, and it was just the oddest, oddest thing. That's the thing because we didn't really know what we were doing. We'd only kind of do one or two takes of each one. Yeah. So when we got back in the, didn't we? We tend to, we tend to be a case of I've said around yours in Norwich, and then we drive back hungover and then film it. And it used to be really hot days. Oh. I remember it just being like. It was fun, but at the time I was like, oh. Ske- yeah. Sketches as a whole are so unusual now. Like, think, like, it all always leads. There's not many other things that all just lead to one punchline at the end. Mm. You can have little funny moments in, but if that last punchline doesn't hit, the whole thing's pointless. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had but, one about pre drinking, which was terrible. Yeah. I think, I think our, your bio, oh God, what was our bio? YouTube's YouTube finest threesome. Wow. I think Dapper Lask suggested that when we saw him. No. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, 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 I thought they were more kind of sitcom based. Than, than yeah, the, the, the idea we live together in a house and it just kind of, yeah. Yeah. And then that leads us on to um, the Jack Mate podcast. Yeah. Did we speak about that? No, we, no, we haven't didn't. yet. You got some good guests for that. We did get some really good guests, actually. Again, it's- that's when the channel was... 200,000? Was that really? Odd. 200,000? You hadn't done the Zoella calendar video yet, so you were still a small league. 200,000, and we used to... Fucking hell, that doesn't seem like that long ago, really. It wasn't long ago. Your channel just blew up, didn't it? Mad. And we filmed it at YouTube Space, but because I was only on 200k, I very much... I love YouTube Space. Like, they were very, very hospitable. Yeah. But I did get the vibe that, well, you can't have the big rooms because sidemen well, are in there. We wanted to book out the same room for weeks in advance. And they're like, no, because people, people have already booked things. You can't book them all for that time. So we weren't able to get a regular rhythm with it. So yeah. it's quite, quite stressful. It was quite sporadic. And um, yeah, I remember once, it was probably one of the most disheartened moments I'd had. We got uh, Jimmy Conrad on. Yeah, yeah. former USA team footballer. Uh, footballer scored a goal in the World Cup and um, still makes content now on YouTube but we got him on and I posted it on a Friday evening and went out for a few drinks 
And I, I like 50k was always my goal from a video. I was like, if I get 50k, it's great. And usually I'd get that in a day or two. And I remember I went out a couple of hours later, I checked the views and it was on 1,900. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Wow. I wonder why it did so badly. I think it was a case of just like not much of my audience being interested in football at the time. And, and American, like American. It's... Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, with the greatest respects, he's a lovely man, but he's not Cristiano Ronaldo type clip. Yeah. Is the, he? So... The, the, the guess that, like, really stand out to me Eddie Herm was really good he's just a great storyteller yeah um, obviously Gervais was really good mm-hmm. Dynamo 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 it was a bit awkward I've, I recently have edited it down for clips for Facebook and watched some of it back cause, and it was some awkward moments Jack made me tell a, <laughs> Jack made me tell a dream I told him a dream I had before it a really weird dream sex dream it wasn't a sex dream it involved my dick but it wasn't a sex dream flying up nope Oh, okay. What is going on? <laughs> Not going into that. Uh, <laughs> it was, I was at Hogwarts, and one of the punishments were, if basically, if you did something <laughs> wrong, you had to write like a note where it was essentially going, I will never do this again. But they put the pen in your penis. And you had to write with your penis. <laughs> that is so a he, weird dream. But he, he told me, he made me tell Dynamo that. <laughs> and Dynamo's just, Dynamo's just there looking at his manager, kind of going, why, why am I here? <laughs> why did you make him tell him that? And I was, oh, it was uh, so weird. What in your brain went, Tell him. It, Tell Dynamo, our guests. Dynamo yeah. will get that. <laughs> like back then as well, Dynamo was quite big. Yeah. yeah. And your podcast wasn't in comparison. I it, don't, was, it was so strange that we got him. Yeah. I would love to have him in here because he has got good stories. He definitely. did have a lot of good stories. I'm going to definitely not tell you any dreams before no, that no, if you do. I bumped into Dynamo about six months after He's that. He's walking on the Thames. Like, oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Float past the window. Got <laughs> 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 any candy? <laughs> I bumped into him at Reading. Did I tell you? No. Yeah, and um, we was in the little guest area and uh, I went up to him and uh, I was like smashed and I, I went up to him and uh, I went, hey, are you right, mate? And he went, yeah, you're right. And this is by the time when his Crohn's was really bad. So mm-hmm. he he was on medication. And I just went, oh, mate, I'm absolutely smashed. And then I went, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? And he was like, I'm not, not drinking. I was like, oh, did you enjoy the podcast? He went, yeah. I went, see you later, mate. And just walked off. And I just made myself look like a complete cunt. Just a complete cunt. I meant to You know when you're pissed and you bump into someone yeah, and they yeah. just don't want to know? Oh, yeah, I've yeah. had that a few times. With me. The, I, guess you, <laughs> I guess you guys should have one, I remember, because it's the most starstruck I've ever seen Jack was the super vet. We, we, we bumped in the, into, oh, yeah. into the super vet in the Red Inn guest area. And yeah. You're like, oh, my God, super vet. Yeah. He'd be amazing. That is an unusual person to get starstruck I think over. what it is, yeah, I think, and I, and I, I don't want to come across as arrogant here oh, at all, well, right? Don't do it then. But, but because, I uh, know, but because I've I met a few celebs, right? And we'd even met like the yeah. Arsenal football team before that, right? But I find it more interesting when I find somebody that I know one of my friends likes because it's like, oh, I might be able to get a video message for them or something. And Fiona loves Supervet, like literally watched him all the time. So when I see him, I'm like, oh, fuck, like this is going to be such a cool story to tell Fiona. Like Fiona liked Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, so... Yeah. But, sounds like- but, but being met, so I met Supervet in the exact same spot that I met Machine Gun Kelly, right? Yeah. But... But those two meetings were the complete contrast of each other. M- meeting Machine Gun Kelly was one of the worst moments ever. Like, literally ever. So uncomfortable. You, you were taking the photo, weren't you? I it, put the phone away. It was <laughs> how he was acting. I was like, I'm not going to take the photo. Horrible. Literally, I'll just tell you now. I'm sure I've told you before. But, like, went over to him. We'd literally watched Youngblood set at Reading. And it was brilliant. And Machine Gun Kelly came out, did this, like, little bit. And I was like... That is so good, and I did. I will say, and I and I pre- preface my video with this as well. I, 
before I would seen him, I thought he looked like a bit of a knobhead. But when I saw him on stage, I was like, he's actually cool as fuck. Mm. So when we saw him in the guest area, and had a few jars, obviously, so you have a bit of that cu- d- Dutch courage. And I went and literally went over and was like, oh, mate, I uh, really liked your set with Youngblood. And he didn't say anything to me. I was like, is he listening to me? Because he, he had a joint. He was looking down at the floor. I was like, is he smashed? And then I went, is it right if I can quickly get a picture? And he didn't reply again, did he? And he just turned and looked at me. And he just looked back down. And I went, is that all right? He just looked at me again and went, uh, shut, what did he say? Just hurry up and take the motherfucking photo. Or yeah, no, like he, he went, hurry up and take the, take the fucking picture, motherfucker. Like that, in this deep, like, Alabama accent. And I was just like, okay. And I'm shitting myself. <laughs> I'm, literally, my ass is flapping. Like, when he didn't reply for the first two, I'd already put the phone away. Yeah. And then he said that, and Jack just went, I was like, um, okay, okay, so I had to get the phone back out, and then I had to try and unlock it. I was like, this is so awkward. Yeah, and I, I'm leaning in, like, smiling, not really knowing what to do, and you've seen the picture, yeah. like, he just looks looks down at the floor, he just looks like he wanted to be anywhere else but there. I, I get not wanting photos in that situation, um, but, but if so, if you, could, you could just say no. If someone's just said a good set, at least you'd be like, oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. You, you think I, you'd I, be buzzing over I that? Don't, I, I don't really fans taking photos. And, yeah. So, yeah. I've, I've always thought that, like, maybe don't ask for pictures in the guest area, but I've been asked for pictures in the guest area and I absolutely love it. Like, I don't mind at all. And the lads from Don Broco were lovely. Yeah, exactly. Like, and yeah. that was so it's like to be in that same situation. Everyone else is really happy. Yeah. And he just looked miserable. The, yeah. the, the guy from Don, Don, Bron- Don Broco, Rob, um, Rob Delaney is. No, Damiani. Rob Damiani. I always get that fucking mixed up. Rob, Rob Damiani. He was the loveliest man ever. Like, Jordan or Doody Rhino. Like, that's his hero basically yeah 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 that's actually a great thing we it's a bit shit in it i might not say it but um yeah jordan um that was his hero so i we we he saw rob walk past him he was like fucking hell that's the guy from don broco and then the next day when we saw him again because jordan bottled asking him i was like fuck it mate we'll just go over and ask him and he was the sweetest fella like he was li- really literally nice. said that he'd like recognised like him from YouTube and stuff like that oh, that's cool yeah it was mad and then that brings us back to Supervet what we were talking about the nicest bloke yes pissed yeah he was very drunk but having a well good time and I just I, I, I was basically on a come down from Aaron Ramsey at, at that point because Aaron Ramsey's like they all a bit pretentious weren't they Callum, you think? Callum Chambers was there Callum Chambers Oxlade I think was there I don't know. Yeah, there was like three or four Arsenal players like back in the day before they moved and that. But um, yeah, that was that was an interesting time and put my arm around um, Super Vet and he was just absolutely buzzing, grabbed me. Yeah, it's just, good. It's so good. So top top man is is Super Vet. But um, do you feel like you're a much better broadcaster because of stuff we've done? I definitely feel like because we haven't even mentioned that I'm I, a little plug here, but mm. I'm doing a podcast myself with now with a friend called I Can Murder a Podcast, mm. a true crime based podcast, but it's, it's light as well. Mm. We've managed to make jokes whilst being respectful to the to the dead, which is a hard must be hard. No, just don't insult the victims and insult the killer. Yeah, is tends to be the uh, the ingredients there to kind of. But yeah, it is a bit hard. Sometimes uh, in the edit, I'll be like, yeah, a bit too close to the bone, get rid of it. Yeah, but, you, um, you did. Episode one was about Stephen Paddock, the Las Vegas shooter. Yeah, so which as again, as I've said on this podcast, is a, is a is a, probably the true crime piece that absolutely fascinates me. Yeah. I feel like I because I love Vegas so much, feel like I have some kind of weird connection to that place. So when yeah. I'm there, I'm looking at all the. So it was really good to hear your mate's insights on that because obviously he's been there, yeah. and it's just it's just really well done. And I wouldn't want to plug it if I thought it was shit. So it is really good. So go and check it out if if you get a moment. It's called I Could Murder a Podcast. It's out on YouTube and audio platforms. Yeah, it's on iTunes, Spotify. Um, Spotify. 
at the time of recording, there's only there's there's only two out, isn't there? There'll be three out by this time. Yeah. In, oh. in the latest case, Ian Huntley. Will Ian be Huntley. Wow. I'd, Fucking hell. I think I prefer, I said to you earlier, I like watching the YouTube videos because the editing, you do want it. Really You smart. add in so much to it. There's a lot of visual gags, which uh, I'm too lazy to take the sound effects out of the audio version. So there'll be a lot of noises in there. Like, I made Stephen Paddock into an eel. There's, there's lots of noises for that, which is on the audio, which won't make any sense to people listening to the audio. But you, do, you add so much into the video side of it I appreciate that, it's, that mate. it's definitely mm. worth watching. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's fun. I definitely have learned from doing, obviously, FIBA and all those kind of things. You do learn about what, how to deliver things and how things are going to work. Um, but definitely, yeah, it's, much, it's definitely benefit. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. It's good. I feel like I've learned a lot as well, especially from you kind of reining me in sometimes, because I remember on FUBA I used to try and push it, and you'd be like, just chill the fuck out a little Can bit. Can you give me some tips on that? <laughs> no, you do anyway, because be I, I would have been... Oh, well, I have been, but I'd have been cancelled twice as many times as I have already if it wasn't for... I think, Jack, I've learned over the years, like from doing the music videos and stuff like that, you say, can you turn up and learn and know the lyrics? Never turns out the lyrics. Yeah. He's, he's very much on, on the day kind of guy. I'll do it, it on the day. Yeah. And it works. It, yeah. He can't... It's worked. And I, like, you makes need, it you more need, natural. You need someone like Stevie or like me on the other things to kind of, kind of rein you in and kind of keep you in. Or Fiona, mm. she, she does a lot for you as well. To focus you. Yeah. Yeah. I, during lockdown... I, I kept saying to you that I really wanted to bring series, well, both of you, because she was editing for Happy Out at the time, but I kept saying I wanted to bring series four back bigger than ever, which I think we've done. Definitely, But yeah. but, but aside from that, um, I was like, because I always, re- I, I do a bit of research through the week, just a few Googles here and there, and then I, I write the show, mm. either the morning of the recording, so like on the way up, yeah. or the night before, and I was like, I'm going to stop doing that, and I'm going to make a point of actually doing it like a week in advance, it's all done. Do not do that. But that's not the style of the show. And if you have people like Stevie, who I imagine you do a bit more research, it's like, Tend you, know, to. <clears throat> you know, you know that he's going to be leading the way with the kind of information. And it's like, you're just there to chip in and kind of the, the conversations get led where they get led. That's the good thing about the podcast. It's yeah. not a case of, okay, so we're going to cover all the boring things that you do. Yeah. I mean, meal deals. Yeah. Exciting. We didn't even ask yours. Oh, I don't know. Oh, There's too much pressure. Let's finish on your meal deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I'm, re- I'm pescatarian, just put that out straight away, so I, I still hate fish, but I eat them because I hate them so much. Um, <laughs> I probably would have <laughs> mon- monster, monster Energy drink, yeah, prawn cocktail, crisps, and... A- See, even your crisps are fish! Yeah. <laughs> and then tuna and sweet sandwich. She's dead over it. <laughs> such a simple joke, and I... <laughs> I, I eat them because I hate them. I like that. So, sorry, it was a tuna what? Tuna and sweet corn. I didn't hear a thing. Tuna, yeah. tuna and oh, sweet I should, corn. Actually, no, I'll put the double cheese, cheese and onion ones. That's quite nice. What, sandwich? Yeah. Uh, how do I get a bit of a fizzy head? I don't think cheese agrees with me. <laughs> I just feel a bit, a bit hot here after eating. You're like a nan. Dicky took me in the head. What was your drink? Sugar free monster. Oh, monster! Not, not for me. I don't think we've had anyone say monster yet. It's the white, the really white cans. Yeah. Right. Yeah, what flavour is that? Oh, what flavour is any? any All energy, energy drinks just taste like. Chemicals. I hate energy yeah. drink. Yeah. It's I. It's it's helped me out for long drives, and also if I'm hungover, they'll really boost me. Mm. So yeah, I like that. And then yeah, prawn cocktail, Chris. I also like the veggie samosas. Do you? Oh, I love it. I love yeah. a veggie samosa. Yeah. M and S do really good ones. Ooh. Shouldn't have said that, should I? Mm. People called me Tory yesterday because I tweeted about that fucking eat out to help out thing. You've just lived up to your name there, mate. So I think we'll leave it there. It's been a pleasure, mate. Thanks for having me. Reconvening in a public setting. I'm looking forward to uh, doing the old Urban Legends. Big fan of those. Indeed. And I think uh, you. This won't be the last time. Well, obviously, 
<laughs> next episode, but it won't be the last time you're on. So uh, always welcome back. Thank you. And um, I'll come back every week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What do you reckon? And Stevie. Uh, strangely, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> that notebook that Tom's got. If you, Tom, if you can just get his P45 out now, that <laughs> be good. It's been Jack Bates Happy Hour, and we'll see you next time for some urban legends. <laughs> Jackmate's happy hour. This was a Stakhanov production.